Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. You are listening to Ohio Conference Cast, a podcast dedicated to sharing missional stories and other information about Ohio Mennonite Conference. Welcome, everybody, back to Ohio Conference Cast for another installment in our Ohio Conference Cast mini series, Stories from the Hinterlands of Pennsylvania that are missional. <laughs> we'll have to contact our number one fanboy and producer about what he wants to name his series, but for now, I think we'll, it's too late. We'll pass We're it the over. Room we made the decision. We'll pass it over to Lucas and enjoy the next installment. All right, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Okay, my name's Casey. I'm Gail. Okay, wonderful. And can you tell me about how uh, your group is going? Wonderful. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Yes, it is. We wanted to start the Bible. Well, I always wanted to start a Bible study. I wanted a group where women could actually get together instead of a, a mixed thing. It's not to be anything against men. It's just that women seem to um, coincide with each other more often. They discuss more intimate when they're just women. And so we started the group. Yep. And then um, Mr. Johnson here. <laughs> uh, I'm Luke. Hi, Luke. Lucas. They, they don't, there's not a lot of formality. I'm actually the fanboy of the podcast. <laughs> so like all of that, that teacher pomp that I have around here doesn't exist on the podcast. So he came and um, he told me about the Making Life Disciple and um, wondered if we would be interested in starting a group. And I contacted Gail and Gail had a third person in mind and uh, and our third person was all over it. And we started around July. So we've been at it about four months now and we've seen incredible changes with our third person. Um, it's been a journey for her, for sure. But she started out kind of, how would you say she started out? My friend there was raised Catholic. Yeah. They really didn't study the Bible. Told us the other day that she was to go to church and listen to scripture, but never read it and study it. So when we offered this to her, she was she yes, please. Mm-hmm. Please, and she said, I was wondering how I could bring God into my life more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we started this, and she's she's all over this now. She gets into she this. Oh, she just loves the group. She gets into this, and she just, she asks questions. She does, yeah. And we actually, um, our, the last time we met, she told us that her family, she's bringing God into her family, and um, her boss even. And she's she's at the point where she's growing momentum, and she is... She's more at peace now, I would say. And even listening to her pray now, she's just incredible depth there. So we've seen so much growth out of our third person. And this is good for us. I mean, I think we've all kind of bonded through this. We we tell each other our struggles. We have, um, you know, that time set aside each week. We go in and we, we pray. We start out with prayer. And we just are so incredibly bonded and we deeply care about each other and um, all the struggles that are going on in our individual lives. We've started a list. Yes, yes. We do a group list. 
add, we have, Casey actually brought in a, a booklet. Mm-hmm. And we write names down, we write the prayer requests, and all three of us take a turn at praying over this list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if we have anyone else we add on, we add them on verbally, mm-hmm. and then we continue writing them in the list. Mm-hmm. Good practice. Um, how about the the five questions? Do you find those useful, or we sometimes? Well, we'll we'll hit on a few of them every now. You know, most of them we could hit every week, mm-hmm. but then sometimes we get to talking so much we forget about. <laughs> but we actually find but we hit on them. We find yeah. even without the formality of actually asking the five questions, we're hitting on them anyways, just in our regular discussion of, yeah, I messed up this week, you know. So so we're actually always hitting on the questions, just not in a formality sort of way. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like uh, something that happens in, in the group I'm in as well. Uh, so that's not just a, a woman's problem, no. as much as <laughs> just how it seems to go. Uh, yeah, um, so if there was somebody listening who didn't know whether they wanted to get involved, in uh, an MDI group or with this discipleship process, what would you tell them? Oh, go for it. Um, Absolutely go for it. You wouldn't believe God's blessings in our lives mm-hmm. since we've started this. I've always read my Bible, but to have three persons reading along with you yeah. and each putting in their perspective. Yeah. And then Casey has the Bible with the concordance. So we get a little bit of, additive to it too, you know, to help more explain what we're taking in. And it's wonderful. And we've watched movies too. When we're, we're in the book of Matthew and we watch Passion of the Christ uh, and how fitting that was in that book. The table scene was kind of, that's not my favorite, but (laughs) that's not my favorite, but it's a great movie. Otherwise, Um, yeah, no, the the power that we feel, um, just Jesus is definitely, we're two or three are gathered, and we, we definitely feel that, um, and we feel the the growth along with the biblical knowledge, plus just praying together, just praying together on its own is, um, oh my goodness, we sometimes get caught up in praying together, <laughs> we, we go quite a, quite a while, but yeah, it's been good. I appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me today. I kind of, I don't know, I guess I'm cornering people doing doing interviews for this. But uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Casey and Gail, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, I am here with Corey, who is active in our uh, mission groups. Hi, Corey. Hey, Luke. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I got to say, I'm very excited that you're a part of this initiative because we do a lot of things together it seems uh spiritually i mean we we always have a tendency to end up in the same groups or the same place so i'm very excited to have you doing this at the same time as me it's very exciting even though we're not in the same group well thank you for inviting me first of all um you initially invited me into mdi and i wasn't sure what it even was however um it's been really fantastic and i want to just thank you for that uh, how would you say your group's going? So we are on round two right now, and the group that I have now, we have two new believers. Um, they have been um, incredibly active. I am excited that they are participating in the fashion that they are. My committed is also very active, and he will be a fantastic facilitator when the next round 
comes around and we move forward. Right on. That's wonderful. So a lot of people listening probably are not yet involved in the MDGs, the MDI work here. What would you say to them uh, as far as should they be involved? Like, what is the draw? So for me personally, you know, as I think of, of Jesus's last words in Matthew 28, go and make disciples, um, that is incredibly important. And up to this point, at least in my life, we have done discipleship in many different fashions and forms. Um, usually they're a six-week or a five-week program on how to become a disciple. This really feels to me like a modern way to facilitate discipleship in, in a meaningful environment. And I really appreciate uh, the, uh, just the administrative end of MDI. I would agree with you. I think that it's uh, it's been very, very good. And like you said, a lot of times when you hear discipleship, it ends up being a six-week class at a church where someone's teaching it. And that's really not the setup uh, with, with an MGG. Um, so what do you think of the five questions? They are very intriguing. They allow us to open up in conversation in a deeper fashion. I think that when some of the questions are asked or proposed, um, my guys struggle sometimes with answering them. But as we progress and have progressed through these cycles, it's become easier. Are there any questions that, that um, seem to take longer in your group? No. I, I know the primary focus is those questions. However, we that is usually at the end of our MDG group. We focus on scripture ahead of time. And so um, the questions are kind of an after are the scripture portion of our group. Right. And in one of my groups, I feel like we do more. It, it's more centered on the scripture end of it. And then we have a brief discussion about the questions. And then with my original group that still meets, because we didn't follow the model exactly as it's set up. So I have a group of five people. And we, we tend to, to be more centered on the questions. And I mean, we do the scripture reading throughout the week, and then we discuss it. But it's it's in the midst of the questions. So, But that's one of the draws to the this kind of program, really, is it's... You, it's got a lot of room to uh, adapt to personalities and what you're doing. And Absolutely. And I, I appreciate you saying that, that you're in that, that condition as far as um, not following the model exactly. However, I like the way it's fluid and that we can do that. My first group, I had three people, as the, the uh, program suggested. I now have four. The only difficulty I feel right now is that we struggle with time trying to come up with an appropriate time to meet. Right. But each and every one of us, one way or another, we make it work. And that has kind of been our motto, I guess, as we're going through this. We are just making it work no matter what. Well, that's wonderful. I had an opportunity to interview one of your group members, and he had a lot of positive things to say. And uh, hopefully I'll get to talk to, to some more people involved in these groups because it's been uh, – been interesting everybody's got really positive things to say they just it's it's all a little different perspective and it's been very enjoyable to to see 
Yeah, and this is discipleship that I have not experienced before, and and I really um, am excited. Um, My church is in the process of using MDI as their um, discipleship program, and so it's very exciting for me. Right, absolutely. And your church is not Mennonite. Correct. Right, which is okay. No, um, but yeah, it's it's very exciting for me to see all the people from all the different churches, and that's been kind of a focus of this is in my groups, we all seem to go to different churches. Um, in my initial group, I have one guy that goes to my church with me, but there's five of us. And then in my new group, we're, we're all in different churches. Interestingly enough, I think the group that you and I are currently in together as, as um, leaders or facilitators, there's probably five or six different churches represented. Right, which is exciting because we're in a, an area of pretty much a small town. Valley View Mennonite Church is, of course, in Spartansburg, but the, the nearest bigger town is Cory, spelled different than Cory sitting in front of me. But we have how many thousand people would you assume? Our community is about 8,000. About 8,000 people, and there's probably a church for every four and a half people. Um, <laughs> No, I, it's not that bad, but but there's a lot of different churches, and it seems like we have many of them represented, if not leading a group in the groups. I feel like we have almost every church in town involved in some way. Yeah, yeah. Almost. And and the neat thing is there are other uh, churches uh, in this next round that have shown interest in participating equally. In the leadership group that we have now, there's somebody as far away as Pittsburgh that has a group. So uh, I'm excited about that equally. Yeah, it's been uh, been really incredible just to see how effective this really has been for particularly new believers. Actually, I'm not even going to say particularly for new believers. It's been very effective with new believers really uh, gaining depth very quickly. It's been great for people that have been uh, believers for a long time at just really, I guess, upping their game, finding more drive, That just that knowing you have to answer these questions and show up and, and look like you know what you're talking about is, is pretty pretty helpful, I think. So as my week unfolds and, and I prepare for um, our next MGI meeting, um, I'm constantly thinking about those questions and, you know, where have I seen God at work? Um, where have I failed, et cetera? We all know the questions, and um, I find myself thinking of those questions on a daily basis or sometimes several times a day um, in preparation for our next meeting with our MDI groups. Right. I'm I'm very I'm still as excited about this group, these MDIs, as I was probably when they started. I'm I, I haven't calmed down yet really. Um, I was just talking to some people today about why. Why should they get in, involved in this? And this is a parent that has two teenagers and I was actually encouraging them to try to get their teenagers involved and maybe doing this. And what would you say to someone that was thinking about it or considering it or thought, you know what, I really couldn't facilitate a group. What would you say to them? So I feel like I am not qualified either, but I also feel like I don't have a choice but to go and disciple. And so as I have made the decision to facilitate my spiritual walk has increased significantly. And if you are a facilitator, a committed, or a new, 
wherever you're at on that three uh, person uh, triangle, I guess, I promise that you will increase your faith. You will um, increase your relationship with God. I feel like that this is an appropriate way, at least in our modern culture, this is probably as close to discipleship as maybe a model 2,000 years ago. You know, I've, I've often thought about the struggles that we have here in the United States as far as, okay, what, how do we disciple in this modern culture? And this MDI really fits that bill. I would agree. It's really, um, it's the relationships you build are really the, the most impressive thing, maybe, is that by, by a few meetings in, there's an intimacy there because it's a small group, I think, and there's a trust there that's almost immediate that you don't always experience. So Everybody is engaged. Everyone's engaged, and everyone ends up being your close friend. I mean, they're, often they're going to be your friend to begin with, but it's, uh, I don't know, growing spiritually together is very... Well, it's an overused word, but it's kind of an intimate thing. You you, you uh, really feel like you're connected to the people that you're with. I feel like prayer really facilitates what you're you're describing in th- those intimate relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Corey. Thanks, Lucas, and our Pennsylvania Ohio Conference folk. Stay tuned for the next installment coming soon about the Ohio Conference Cast miniseries. Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're going to give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. Thank you for listening to another edition of Ohio Conference Cast. We would love to hear from you. Our email is ohioconferencecast at gmail.com. Ohio Conference Cast is brought to you by the Ohio Conference Leadership Team, along with Norm Sohar, Sound Engineer, Megan Sohar, VoiceOver, Anne Lehman, Publisher, and our many guests and listeners. Thank you for being here. Do you guys want to sing it? Hey, we can sing. It's just Ohio Conference Cast. Ohio Conference Cast. I'm not much of a singer. That's not true. Um, (laughs) Ohio Conference Cast. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it. Have a beautiful evening.